Hello and welcome to the Headache Doctor podcast. This is episode number eight. My name is Dr. Taves and it is my mission to empower everyone with headaches and migraines to break free from a life of fear and dependence and thrive in everything you do. In today's podcast, we're going to talk about three ways to manage your migraines during COVID. So many of you have been affected, well, everyone's been affected by COVID. Uh, Who are we kidding? In one way or another, we were talking about just this morning how there's uh, some businesses that have the market has shifted in their direction and they're thriving and and COVID has been good for them. And there are other businesses that have really taken a hit like the restaurants and the bars and uh, gyms and that sort of thing. Uh, Same thing with the individual level. You at home are probably uh, finding that you are spending more time at home. You're avoiding the outings that you deem not necessary. Uh, Maybe you're maybe you're just not able to go to the gym because you're avoiding wanting to wear a mask all the time and you've bought some home exercise equipment, potentially you're finding yourself uh, sitting in front of the couch or sitting in front of the TV on the couch watching Netflix or other movies uh, and that's your primary form of entertainment now. There are different activities at home that we are all participating in to a greater extent because of COVID. Now, I'm thankful that we don't have to... um, shelter in place or quarantine like we did back in April, Uh, we will see what happens moving forward. But in any regard, it is important for the person at home that's managing headaches or migraines to understand how to best uh, self-manage, self-treat things that, are there things that you can do at home to help prevent or uh, mitigate the risk of of having a, a migraine and an, or an intense headache, something like that. So that's what this podcast today is for. And there's three things in particular that stand out to me when I think about the person at home that's struggling with headaches or migraines, who in the midst of, of the pandemic, of, of COVID and the restrictions that limit us from leaving the home, what can you do at home? So first, I want to empathize with you. Being at home has taken a toll on all of us. I'm sure um, whether you personally experience this or not, uh, there's depression, loneliness, things like that, that will just impact how our body responds to pain. Um, And so first kind of suggestion, this isn't part of the three, but find things that you can take joy in that provide you with joy, uh, whether that's a hobby or um, maybe a social interaction that might not be in person, uh, something that you find joy in. That doesn't necessarily mean sitting in front of the couch and watching TV. Um, I'm going to encourage you to not do that as much, um, especially looking at the phone, social media, things like that. So first thing is don't get caught up into the loneliness or depression that can come from COVID and especially thinking about all of the uh, stressors that are going on in society today and in our culture, especially in the United States. So um, do your best, uh, maybe shut off the news channel and read a good book. So that's my first suggestion of just big picture. What can you do to uh, stay healthy mentally during this time? But aside from that, three ways to manage your migraines from home during COVID. So the first one that I want to talk about is Uh, What we've hit on before, but understanding that your neck is a likely or the most likely source of pain. So you're at home, maybe you're working from home, you're stationed at home, 
and you're getting your eight hours a day, 40 hours a week or more as your, maybe your professional or you're an engineer, you're an architect, um, you had a desk job before and you were going into the office, but now you're finding a way to make a makeshift uh, workstation at home. So you're pulling out your, your uh, fold-up table, maybe you have a desk and you're using a laptop or maybe if you um, have anticipated this sort of thing or already purchased a desktop computer, something like that might be better. But we're all trying to have a makeshift home workstation. And so to understand that your neck is the most likely source of pain means that you will see your neck respond to the positions you're in throughout the day. And just because your head hurts or you have uh, nausea or you have a visual disturbance um, or you're getting like even numbness and tingling sensations, whatever your typical migraine experience is, don't rule out that your neck is involved. And so we're going to hit on a couple other things especially my third point when we talk about your uh, your posture throughout the day. But just know that the number one thing that I want you guys to remember is that your neck is the most likely source of your symptoms. And I'll say most likely source of pain, but symptoms in general, because migraines can present, uh, like I said, with a visual disturbance, um, with nausea, that can be fairly debilitating for people. So pay attention to what your neck feels like. Uh, what time of day you might feel tension increase. So some, for some people, it's in the morning when they wake up. For some people, it's as the day goes on and the day progresses, you start to feel that neck tension building. Uh, potentially, it's something that you do throughout your day. So maybe you're doing house projects and you break up your day by doing yard work or something like that. The heavy lifting, raking, shoveling, that type of stuff can increase shoulder tension, which can play into the neck. So be aware that your neck is one of the most likely pain generators. Now that's not to confuse it with triggers. So the neck is going to actually generate the pain, but these triggers, which I've talked about before, will lower your body's threshold to pain. So understand that your neck is the most likely source of pain, but triggers like uh, food sensitivities, hormonal changes, uh, barometric pressure changes like with storms, maybe smoke from the fires. These things can also play into what you experience uh, in your day. So if you can, take note of those things and avoid those triggers. So say um, if you if you wake up and you're, and you're thinking, man, my neck feels tight today. I don't want this to lead into a headache. Or maybe you have a mild headache, your neck feels fine. Whatever it is, if you feel like you're you're on the verge of that bad headache or a migraine, um, be sure to, to tighten up those things in your diet that you know your body doesn't respond well to. Uh, so maybe avoid the specific activity. Maybe it's like, uh, like I mentioned before, yard work or a, a certain lifting series of exercises that may involve the shoulders. One of those in particular is an overhead press that uh, might aggravate the shoulders and involve the neck. And so understand your triggers, avoid those triggers, but pay attention to what your neck feels like throughout the day because your neck is going to be that source of pain, is, is likely going to be the source of pain. And so if you cater to your neck throughout the day as you're staying at home, uh, you will likely do yourself a service, a benefit, and uh, avoid or prevent or at least reduce the intensity um, of your symptoms. 
The other thing is taking into consideration if you have a spouse or significant other or family member at home, consider a gentle neck massage or um, anything that you can do to, to reduce tension. Sometimes people like a moist heat, like a warm towel. Others will do ice. It, it just kind of depends on your preference. People ask me all the time, ice or heat? I say, you know, you should generally follow the principle of if it's if it's uh, something that's inflamed and irritated, ice might be the best option. If it feels tight or restricted, use heat. But in this situation, we're just reducing pain or irritation, and actually both heat and ice can meet that goal of, of reducing pain levels. Ice might take a little bit longer as it kind of numbs the that pain sensation, and uh, heat might be helpful because it will reduce tension. And so I just say try one or the other, see which one you like, and uh, and go with that. Um, a gentle massage by a significant other can also be helpful. Um, there's a few spots in the shoulders I'm sure you all are familiar with and can find right away. Uh, I just suggest putting 15 seconds of pressure or so on those spots, um, seeing if you can get that sensitive area to kind of die down. Um, another one is if you lie on your back, just kind of have your, your significant other put their uh, fingers at the base of your skull, that top part of your neck, and just kind of pull back a little bit of traction. That uh, spot in the upper part of the neck is usually pretty sensitive, and so a little bit of pressure there can go a long way. All right, number two, proper sleep position is crucial. So this is not necessarily an activity during the day that you can change unless you're taking naps or something like that. But the um, the sleep position or the posturing you're in throughout the night, so six, eight, ten hours, however many hours of sleep you're getting, um, that is definitely going to play into what your day looks like. One of the key indicators of if your sleep position is playing into your headaches is if you wake up with headaches or migraines. And so as you're at home, uh, avoiding COVID, staying away from other people, uh, just know that if you're waking up consistently, or it, I mean, if you wake up at all with a headache or a migraine, um, your sleep position is likely a contributing factor. So the principles to follow here is avoid stomach sleeping. Uh, sleeping on your side is fine as long as you're truly sleeping on your side. And uh, usually that means holding onto a pillow or a pillow in between your knees. Um, and then sleeping on your back is great too. Just make sure your head's not propped up. Uh, the other thing that could be the problem is as you're going to bed, are you reading a book? Are you watching TV? And if that's yes, then typically what that looks like is you're propping your, your neck up into a position it might not like. And so you're send, setting yourself up for failure um, as you go to bed. And then sometimes it'll wake people up in the middle of the night or you wake up and realize that you have a headache first thing in the morning. And then you're off to a bad start uh, the next day. And, and no one's happy. You hate working from home. Um, it kind of cycles and uh, it, it can be avoided or at least mitigated if you're aware that sleep position uh, is a big part of this. Okay, so pay attention to sleep. If you are taking naps in the middle of the day, that can be a problem for people too because naps can be on the couch or in a chair or um, in a funky position on the bed. Uh, because people don't pay attention as much to how they're sleeping. Sometimes it's just kind of, you know, you, you fall asleep watching something or you fall asleep reading a book. And I would suggest that if you are going to take a nap, actually get into bed and position yourself in a position that you know your neck um, is not going to be angry with you when you wake up. All right, so number one is 
to know that your neck is the most likely cause of pain or source of pain. And number two is consider your sleep position as that is crucial, especially if you're waking up with uh, headaches or migraines. All right, so number three is pay attention to your posture and remember to move. This one might be the most important of the three as this is something that you can remember and put into practice throughout the day. So paying attention to posture. Now, a lot of people, they they search online for a, a, the product that's going to get them to sit up in the right position and it, they're going to be able to relax and they're not going to have any issues and it's going to be great. And all they'll have to do is, is pay 150 bucks and they'll never have any issues again. Well, the problem with that, not that that's inherently wrong, but the body likes to move and the fact that you're not moving is the bigger issue. And so even if you are sitting and you have the best posture in the world, your body is not going to be happy with you if you just sustain that for eight hours a day. So uh, number one is move. The next posture is the best posture. So if you are static, that is going to be more troublesome than if you are moving. Now, moving doesn't mean you have to go like run a 5K, but just change positions while you're sitting. Stand up every now and then. Walk around uh, your house and give your body and your spine and your neck and your shoulders the opportunity to move in and out of certain positions. And just know that your your body is like, if you are someone with headaches or migraines, your neck as the light most likely source of pain is going to be very sensitive to those poor postures. So consider a good posture as a good thing, but yeah, and, and also know that the poor postures where your head is forward with your shoulders are forward, um, your body's going to be fairly sensitive to those things. So if for, let's say, 40 minutes out of an hour, you have really good posture, and then the last 20, um, you kind of get lazy and, and you uh, sit with, with a forward head posture, forward shoulder posture, um, that 20 minutes is going to be more impactful than the 40 where you were sitting with good posture. So not to neglect good posture, um, it is important, especially because your 12-pound head sitting on your neck is going to, your neck's going to be a lot happier if it doesn't have to support your head as it's leaning forward, as that amplifies the the actual realized weight um, of your head be, because of gravity being involved and um, the alignment of the spine having to pull in different muscle groups um, almost like it's a tethering effect that your shoulders and your necks and your neck muscles have to get involved with when your head is forward so avoid forward head posturing forward shoulder posturing sit with good posture as much as you can but the biggest thing is to move uh, throughout the day. So every 15-20 minutes, it can be as simple as pulling your shoulders back, rotating left and right, uh, standing up, um, looking looking up instead of uh, down or at your screen. Uh, that type of stuff goes a long ways. Now, a few things about your uh, desk setup. You should always have your screen at about eye level, and you don't want to be looking down or looking up. So make sure that, and, and especially if you have uh, poor vision or you wear glasses, like don't be squinting, don't have to lean forward, have the screen uh, either close enough or the, the picture big enough where you don't have to, yeah, you don't have to lean forward. Your posture can be okay. The other thing to consider is having a separate keyboard and monitor. So if your monitor can be at eye level, you want your keyboard to be down 
at a height where your uh, elbows can be at about 90 degree angle. Um, so you're not stressing your wrist and your shoulders. Um, laptops make it hard to do this because either your shoulders are in a good position or, um, and your neck is and your head is looking down or your eyes are at the proper level, but your shoulders are having to like shrug up to type. Yeah. So as far as the, the computer setup, either buy a, a, a different keyboard or a different monitor to allow you to adjust those two things. Uh, and then as far as like the, the chair, I don't have a specific, you know, chair that you should buy. I've had, uh, I've seen people that have been successful with stability balls, uh, especially if you have low, low back pain or hip pain or something like that. Sometimes a stability ball will just allow you to engage your core a little bit more, um, or at least it allows you to move as opposed to just being uh, sedentary. And standing desks are great. I do recommend them. And then as far as a, a chair, something that's adjustable so that you can maybe have a little bit of lumbar support, adjust the height of the armrest, and then adjust the height of the chair itself so that you can accomplish the um, the screen at eye level and then your shoulders being able to relax. All right, so there you have it. Uh, three things to consider while you work from home during COVID. Now, uh, whether you are working at a, a desk job, and maybe this is something that you see as ongoing because we don't really have a a deadline or a timeline or an objective for this COVID stuff. So um, you might realize that you have to settle in and commit to doing these things to, to stay healthy, avoiding migraines, minimizing the severity of your headaches or migraines at home. Now, all this to say that um, I hope you find it helpful. I hope you can apply some things right away. I um, highly suggest that now, if you are in Colorado Springs, you reach out to me um, or my receptionist, Tila, and we can hear your specific situation and get you set up with um, our free discovery visit option, which um, allows us to hear your story and guide you through our process, um, let you know if this is a good fit and uh, what it looks like to finally solve this problem for you so that um, you are not having to deal with this over and over again. I would suggest that to anyone who lives in Colorado, Colorado Springs, or can reasonably get here um, and spend some time with us. Now, if you're not in Colorado, uh, if you can't reasonably come in for treatment, then continue to listen to the podcast. We have a free PDF on our website, the three key elements of headaches and migraines that your doctor overlooked. And stay tuned because I have a device that is intended to help you treat your headaches and migraines from home. Now, this is something I have a patent on and I'm getting developed at the moment, but I'm very excited about it because in the midst of COVID, I think this will help a lot of people who are stuck at home and wanting something to help them solve their headache and migraine problem. So um, I will keep you in the loop for that, but definitely reach out to us if you want uh, to receive, if you want to be one of the first ones to receive that product uh, when it comes out and we'll have pictures and a video and uh, all sorts of good stuff to help promote that. Um, but yeah, this is uh, three things to do during shelter in place or during uh, the COVID lockdown. I hope this was helpful. Um, reach out to us if you need anything and stay tuned next time. This is the Headache Doctor podcast and thanks for listening.